0: Hello, and welcome to Cigars and Opinions, Episode 4, with your host, Sean. Now, I started recording this earlier, but it didn't really work out, so I'm kind of working with a low cigar at this point. Um, first of all, it is a Cuban reject. It is Nicaraguan, not Cuban. Used to believe it's Nicaraguan, and it's a decent cigar. My next few episodes will probably be recorded with this same type of cigar, or with this same brand, because I only got so much money, and the only good cigar at the store I had to buy this from, uh, well, is a Cuban Reject, so you're just going to have to deal with hearing about the Cuban Reject. There's no ring on these. They don't come with a ring. They are 60 gauge. And this one is... 6... 6 inches long. So yeah. It's alright. It's not as long as the one's... That, it's not as long as the Churchill. But... It is... A Gordo or a Double Gordo, one of the two. So, today's episode, security guard stories. On the job stories, from me mostly. Um actually I'm not I'm not reading any anybody else's. So it's all all my stories and whatnot. Well to start off my mother was a security officer for 20 years. My brother also got into security. My brother Dwayne. He got into security as well. So my brother, my mother, and I were all security guards. I say were because I'm pretty much the only one of us that's still in security right now. Now, my mother died a few months back. She died of an aneurysm. So... Remember when you're making jokes like that about aneurysms? Yeah, they're not really that funny. Um, Speaking from experience, I'll tell you about that. So, my mother was taking a shower. She'd just gotten off work. I went to speak with her before she started the shower. And then I went to go to the bathroom. Now, the layout of the house that we were in were... There was a back bedroom that had, there was a master bath, uh, ma- master bedroom and master bath. It wasn't much of a master bath because it was just like a normal bathroom, but that's what you get for having a, um, a, uh, what, what, the, what are those things called? Two houses next to one another. Anyway, uh, connected, two places connected. Anyway. So, I'm minding my business, and I'm taking a crap, and on the other side of the wall, one of the walls, is the other bathroom, but you can't get to that bathroom through the wall. You have to walk around to the other side of the house. Well, my mother was taking a shower. And all I hear is a thud. So I have my fiance go and uh, check on my mom, and she comes back and says, "Your mom's not breathing." Well, I'm thinking, "Oh shit, here we go." Because my mom has died plenty of times and we've been resuscitated every single time. So I figured this would be another one of those times. When I went into the when I got done in the bathroom, I hurried up quickly, got finished in there, rushed to the other bathroom. Saw my mother laying there blue-lipped. She, she was already dead. And the only thing I'm thinking is... Oh, mom's not coming back from this one. She, she's not coming back. <sighs> she lived for the last 20 years of her life... Maybe a little more than 20 years doing security. She died a security officer. She was the best damn security officer in the area. I don't care who I don't care who has who wants to say otherwise. She was the best one in that in 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 the whole of Florida. She helped the Sarasota Police Department. When she was a when she was an um, an armed officer, an armed security officer, she helped with a shootout. She helped she helped aid the Sarasota Police Department with a, in a shootout. It, I'm sure if I was there it would have been a sight to see. I'm sure I would have been in a lot of danger, but I'm sure it would have been a sight to see if I was there. Um... Yeah. She was a damn fine officer. She was a damn fine woman. That was my mother. I preface this whole thing with that. Now, to move on to the next... bit. We get to the hospital, we find out that she had two aneurysms in her brain, a big aneurysm and a small aneurysm, the big aneurysm said and blew up and and that's how she died, the next day we go back to the hospital and are talking about um, what we should do about everything, keep in mind she's not breathing on her own or nothing, at this point she's just laying there. We have her laying there. We speak with one of the workers, one of the, uh, yeah, one of the nurses. And they say, look, I didn't want to say anything earlier on, but last night after you left, the other aneurysm, the other aneurysm ruptured. She's basically just laying there, not even breathing on her own or nothing. So the only thing there is a husk. Before we could have said all oh, the you know brain stem was keeping her alive, possibly, but not after that aneurys- not after the second aneurysm. So I go, okay, so what should we do? We're going to pull the plug clearly. But I want to give some, some people a chance to say goodbye to her because they, they, they deserve to be able to because they were great people in her life, very important people in her life. So I called a few, let them know, hey, look, this is what we're doing this day. You guys need to, you know, if you have the chance to, come by to the hospital and say goodbye to her. And keep in mind, this whole thing was happening while the COVID thing was going down. But they let us have people come back there and talk. Brought them in one at a time and let them say goodbye. And I stayed back there with them to you know, try and explain the situation and what happened to her and all of that as best I could and I I did my best not to cry while they said their goodbyes and that's what happened. So aneurysms are nothing to play with. Now when she was alive Before I became a security officer, I was a dick, a real dick to her and a real dick to everybody, most of the time. I was not a good kid. When I turned 18, my mom said, you need to get a job. I said, well, I mean, it's hard to find a job out this way. It's hard to find a job, period. She said, I'm gonna put you through the 40 hours of of security and you're gonna work as a security officer. I was thinking, well, that won't last very long. (laughs) And here we are, 18 to 26, and I'm still a security officer, even moved states. And I'm still a security officer in a brand new state. I started working in Florida at the age of 18 and moved at the very beginning of the year to Louisiana, actually I moved at the very end of last year, the uh, 21st I moved, I left the state of Florida on the 21st of the 22nd, one of those two days, and by the time I got here, I was here and, and got a job working with the company I'm working with now, which I'm not going to say the name. I'm not going to give the name of any of the companies that I've worked for because that would be giving pretty much too much information. I'm also not going to give the name of any sites. I will give a small description of some of them so that you understand what I'm working with but that's about it. So first things first, my first job, I worked for a big company and my boss was somebody I I didn't really know, know, but I knew a little bit through my mom. Um, They were willing to give me a shot because they knew my mom and they knew me through my mom just a little bit. So here's the deal, right? I work simple construction sites at first, small jobs, trying to check and make sure I'll actually do the work and stick with it and not be one of those people that just starts a job and then quits because me, 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 I don't make enough money, me, 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 I don't do this or I don't do that or I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that. No, I did what I, I did what my bosses asked me to do. I complied with them and I did my job and I got a very solid reputation in Florida as being a very good worker. My work ethic went up quickly and all of that. So I was actually asked by another company at one point later on if I wanted to duel duel with them. Dual job with them. Meaning, I'd be working for the company I work for, and then I'd also be working for this other company. And I'd be working for both companies together. And when working for both companies together, I would be doing one job with one company. Working a whole other site with another company on days that I have off on one, on, on the first job. Now, anybody that's had two jobs before knows how that works, but if anybody here has never had two different jobs, then... You wouldn't know how that works. I say that only because, out of honesty, I've had to explain that to people before, so. I didn't take the job with the other company, because I didn't want it, because I was already making 40 hours with one company, and I did not feel like making more hours with another. And nowadays, I wouldn't turn something like that down, but uh, the state I'm in now doesn't allow you to work two different jobs of this in the, in the same field. So I could work here as a security officer, but I couldn't work another I couldn't work another job site as a security officer. I couldn't work another company work work with another security company here. Which I think is kind of bogus, but I mean, whatever floats their boat. It's Louisiana. Democrats run the state, so... You know. Not that there's anything wrong with people being Democrat. I will make that clear. As long as you are not a dick to me... I will be cool with you. But act like a dick... And I'm not gonna be cool with you long as people understand that, we're good. Anyway, moving on. So, my first job, first few jobs really, were construction sites where you, you just sit there and you watch over the place and make sure nobody comes on a property that ain't supposed to be there. That's pretty much it. You just watch over the workers and and that's it um, so I got my first jo- my first few jobs there doing that and one of the jobs I did I had a, it was started raining one night it was nowhere for me to sit I didn't have a car cause I didn't drive so I just stood out there in the rain um, stood out there watching everything unless it started raining it started raining One of the construction workers, have a good one, one of the construction workers that worked the property, that that worked on the area, had a a thing open where I could get in to the machine and sit in the machine while it rained. So I did that. Uh, The reason why I said have a good one just a moment ago is because somebody was walking out. Somebody was exiting the property. It looked at me like I was like I was talking to myself because technically I am talking to myself anyhow so back to it so what I did was I sat in the machine and was waiting I didn't have any rain gear. I'm in my uniform, anybody that's been in a uniform before knows how horrible it is getting rain all over your uniform when you're in like a security uniform. Now if you've never been in a security uniform or you've never been in a police officer's uniform or firefighters or anything like that, if you've never been in a uniform before, you won't understand what I'm saying when I say it is nasty feeling. But yeah, it is nasty feeling. It feels like You have to wear that uniform the rest of the day and you have to be soaked. Pretty much. That's it. That's all there is to it. You get it into your shoes and it sloshes around in your shoes and you're like, ugh, nasty. I don't know. Maybe I'm... Maybe I'm a little bit of a pansy on that one, but I don't like having wet socks. And I can't imagine very many people do. So... What I'm going to continue on about is, as I'm sitting there minding my own business, a supervisor of mine pulls up. She's the road captain. I'm gonna call her RC for an for an, 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 anonymity sake for an an you know what word I'm trying to say. To keep her anonymous, <laughs> so any any anyway, so to keep her anonymous, RC is her name. RC stands for Robe Captain. So the Robe Captain, I speak with her. I get out of the I get out of the the vehicle that I was in the big old truck. It was like a, a bulldozer or something like that. I forget the actual name, so I'm just gonna call it a bulldozer. Um. Maybe it was a backhoe. I don't know. So I do that and uh as I'm doing my thing, getting out, get out of the vehicle and I walk over to her her vehicle so she doesn't have to get out and get in the rain. I smile at her, and I tell her, tell her hey, how you doing, and we, we exchange pleasantries, and she's like, you know, I was not expecting anybody to be out here smiling when I came out here. I wasn't expecting you to be smiling, because you're in the rain. I'm like, really? I don't see a reason why I shouldn't smile. I mean, it's just rain. It's nothing, nothing to worry about. Um, although on the inside, I wasn't smiling. I was like, get me out of this rain, damn it. Get me out of this rain. I don't like being here. I don't like being in the rain. But I'm not going to put that out on, um, out there. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a problem with being in the rain, personally. Just not while I'm in uniform. I don't like it. Again, it feels icky. And you can't change for hours because you have to wait for the end of your shift to change. So this was uh, late at night, like 1 or 2 in the morning. I'm out there smiling, happy, or I look happy, and I'm just trying to do my thing. So she, she asks me if I would like a permanent post, if I'd be looking to work a permanent post. And I said, hell yeah, I'd, I'd love to work a permanent post. I certainly wouldn't turn a permanent post down that'd be my first permanent post she says i have a site that's looking for somebody like you so i'm going to i'm going to put in a good word for you i said thank you so we set our pleasantries on our goodbyes and whatnot and she uh drives on and i said i, I said you have a good night you be safe out there on the road don't don't, don't go doing anything could get you hurt and she went on about her business and I went on about my business and uh, maybe a day or two later I got a call talking about hey Sean I got a permanent post for you I want to have you trained over at such and such Again, I'm not giving a name, so So I go over there and I meet with the with the site captain. We'll call him captain. And he's cool. He's a cool guy. Um, it's an older gentleman. And he tells me, "Yeah, we're looking for somebody who's young that uh, can be trained that 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 will take the training seriously and take it properly so i was kind of hoping for somebody that was brand new to be to be out here I said well i've only been working a few months at that point i was working for a couple months and he he goes well that, that's perfect that's perfect because you never you you never really know what what, who, what kind of person you're going to get when you get somebody who's been trained on many sites for many years. And I'm like, you won't see me that way ever. As far as I'm concerned, and this is how everybody should be, but they're not. As far as I'm concerned, I've never worked a site before. I don't know the site. I may work a site similar, but I've never worked a site. So I don't know. I don't know the site. So, that goes down, I get trained, and I get told that certain people might sound, might seem grumpy in the morning because they haven't had their coffee yet or something like that, and just, you know, be pleasant with them. Fast forward a few months, first sight problem actually happens. I get, in, get in, I get in touch with who I need to get in touch with and ask them what's uh, ask them what what they need uh, what, what I need to do or if I need to do anything or if they're gonna have somebody come in. So he explains to me how to solve the problem myself. so I take care of the problem myself. In the morning, he comes in and he's like, you were the guard that's here overnight, all night. So yeah, that was me. You do pretty well working with other people. I like you. You're a cool guy. You're all right. Mind you, this is a couple months into me being there. Um, two or three months into me being there. And I'm like, okay, all right. Um, well, I mean, I know what I need... I only know so much, so if you explain to me how to take care of a problem, and I can take care of it without you having to come out here, what's the point in having you get your whole uniform on to come out here, do do the one thing, and then go home, then you're tired in the morning? i just take care of it myself. And not all guards are willing to do that either. But I am one of the ones that are willing to do that, and I need to relight my cigar, so give me like one second. won't let me light my scar. Well, I'm going to move on here shortly to one of the stories that actually did happen on the site. Mm. Mmm. But you probably want to hear about some of the good juicy stuff, huh? So... Maybe I should just get to the good, juicy stuff. So. Moving to the good, juicy stuff, then. So I'm working this other site. It's another construction site. It's a little extra work. Um, I had to be moved from the site that I was working because I think we had moved from that part of the state to a different part of the state. I I think that's why I was put on that other site. Yeah, I, w- I worked that same site multiple... T- that same site I was just talking about multiple times... Afterward, so... I mean... I never left that site in bad standing. They always loved having me there. Um... So I'm on this other site. It's another construction site. And these workers are at the door. At this person's door. And, uh... So I go... I... I they want to... They want to start working on this door. Because they're... They're painting the doors. And so I'm like... Okay, well... Why don't I... You know... Why don't you just start on the next door? Because... The residents are still in that unit. So don't touch that unit. They touched the... They wanted to touch a unit anyway. They didn't speak English that well. And I don't speak Spanish. And they did. So I'm like... Screw it. I guess I'll just... I'll go in and ask them if it's okay. If they say it's okay, then you can start here. If not, you have to wait on this door. You come back to it. So I go in there, holler out, hey, security's here. Call out multiple times throughout the property, trying to to get to people's attention. I get up to the top floor, and I holler out, security's here. I need to speak with you. One of the the residents is sitting there and he goes, uh, what? So I, as I'm popping my, as I'm about to pop my head around the corner to speak with the person, I holler out that I am a security officer in charge of these buildings, in charge of this building. And I am, I'm getting your, trying to get your attention. So I popped my head around the corner, and apparently the guy had a gun at me. Now, I didn't realize he had a gun at my face. He was laying down. How would I, how would I take him as a threat? Doesn't matter whether you're laying down or not; you're still a threat if you got a gun. But how am I to take you as a threat if you're laying down? You're not gonna hit me very. Up. You're not gonna hit me. I'm a small target. I'm a small target because I'm only five three. And I'm a little over 200 pounds at that point. I was a little over 200 pounds. I was like 250 something. But I'm not a big target. I'm a small target. Especially if my head's the only thing popped around the corner. You're not gonna hit me in the head. I'm not laying down. So I tried to explain to the people the situation and asked them if the people could start on their unit, their door. And they said no. We don't want them to start on our door right now. They were late waking up, so they rushed to get up. So it kind of was a good thing that I came in there and woke them up, but not really because it pissed them off. So that whole thing goes down. I go back outside, and I'm like, look, you guys have to wait. You can't do this. You can't do this door yet. You have to wait. The people come out. My wife starts yelling at me, and I smile at her, and I'm like, I mean, I was just asking a question, and I stated multiple times. Every time I walked into it every time I got close to walking into a new room, I stated that I was a security officer. So I told you guys I was there. It's not like I was sneaking around your house. So I got taken off that property. I got called into the office, and I spoke with my boss. My boss tells me, look, I know how it is. To, I know how it is getting a um getting a uh, gun pulled on you i know how i know how that feels um i don't want you going back on that property though i was like honestly i didn't even realize the guy had a gun on me i'm not afraid of i'm not afraid of guns and i'm not afraid of bullets it's the peer it's the person behind it that that shoots you not the not the gun and quite frankly i wasn't worried about somebody laying down shooting you and he said, "Well, that's not the right that's not the right attitude to have about that." But because he had been a he had been a, if I remember correct, he was a chief of police or at least an officer. He was a police officer, and I do believe before he left the force, he was actually a chief or just a really high-ranking officer. So, that's one of the juicy stories. Another juicy story for you. Um, I was working a building that resembled a mall but was not a mall. It was a professional mall. For those that don't know what a professional mall is, you don't know what a professional mall is for a reason because you've never been in one. But here's what it is: professional mall is a mall like a regular mall, except all professional, all professional stuff inside. Like it was DCF or you know stuff like that. It was it wasn't uh, the it wasn't normal stuff that you'd see in a mall. So, with that in mind, what happened there, I was walking property, working, working in the, in the, I worked the whole property. Now, one part of the property I was in was in the, the, uh, uh, five story, um, what's the thing called? It was five different, five different stories. The garage and I'm walking through the garage and I see a bunch of bouncing going on in one of the cars I'm like oh wow well here we go time to break up some fun not like I wanted to do it but maybe I get a good show you know what I'm saying hey we're all perverts here so I go up there and and I look in Right? To see what... To see what I'm... See what I'm breaking up. There are three men having sex in the car. There was a man on the seat... On his back. With his... You know what... You know where. There was a man over top of him. Laying on top of him. And then there was a man... At the end of the seat. With his... I'm guessing his knees had to be turned to the side because um Yeah, not gonna be able to do not gonna be very comfy putting your legs straight out with the door closed. But um Yeah, use your imagination on how that worked. But uh it worked. So I knock on the knock on the window, all three of the men stop and they jump, and two of them start clothing up themselves and the other one's trying to find their clothes and they're trying to talk to me about, hey, hey wait a minute, we, we weren't doing nothing wrong, we weren't doing nothing wrong, and I'm like, I'm not calling the cops, but you guys need to leave, you guys can't be doing that on in on public property like that, it wasn't public property, it was private property, because it was owned by a specific person, but you can't be doing that out in public, you can scar a kid for life, there, there's kids on that property. There was a movie theater on that property, so there was plenty of kids that came to that property. Even if you were a straight male and a straight female in a car doing something like that, you shouldn't be doing that out in public. It doesn't matter what your sexuality is, you should not be doing anything like that in public. You could you, you could easily scar, scar somebody for life wouldn't scar me I'm not bothered by it but it doesn't matter what your sexuality is if you're doing something like that in public and you know kids are around that area which you gotta know kids are around that area you shouldn't be doing anything like that so okay okay we'll leave we'll leave we'll leave I'm like just get in your car and go Get back in your car and go. And I don't want to see you doing anything like that on my property again. Next time I see it happen, I have to call the police. And I put it down in my report, and that was it. Now on that same property, I found out that there was a chair they called the nasty chair. They called it the nasty chair because one of the ex-employee, one of the ex-security officers that was leaving... and it was his last shift... all he did his whole night... was sit in front of the computer... with a camera watching him... and... you know... watch porn... and... do... hands... handy things... so... yeah... so I got to the point where I was disgruntled... with with the company that I was working with... and... I had gotten written up for absolutely nothing, really, because I wasn't even supposed to be there that night, but I got written up for being two hours late to a shift I was never told that I was supposed to work. Didn't even get an email like like they said I did. But I got written up, so I said, you know what? If that's how it's going to be, then I don't need to work with this company anymore. I'll find a better company to work with that won't write me up for... Something I didn't do. So, this company, my last night there, which was the night I got written up, I'm like, I'm not even gonna put in my two weeks, I'm just gonna quit. So, I quit with that company the next morning. That night, I was thinking about that whole story while I was on duty. And here's how, here's how you know I'm one of those people that would like to go there, but without proper reasoning will not go there. I had the idea of grabbing one of the chicks from the bar and taking them into the office in front of the camera, bending them over the desk. And you know what? Making them scream my name. now I didn't do that I thought about it and I was really considering it but then I'm like why why bother why bother doing something stupid like that what would be the point sure it'd be one up in the, the nasty chair but yeah I'm better than that so I didn't do it. I could have, but I didn't. Oh. So before I left Florida, the last job I worked was back at the same place that I worked the first My first job at. I was back at the place that I liked to work. The only place I really actually liked. I worked there and none of these stories are in chronological order because I can't remember them in chronological order. I could just remember them as places I worked and stories from those places. So I used to used to work this property. Some crap went down, I saw some shit happen that seemed weird to me, but I couldn't find any perpetrator doing anything. Things like a giant mirror, a big mirror being placed over the middle stall in a female's bathroom. We had to check both the male and the female's bathrooms to make sure water and stuff like that wasn't falling over over the sink or anything like that I'm like okay well something's obviously odd going on around here I'll mark it down and I'll report it but that's really all I could do so I reported it I reported that there was a tent down below underneath the building in an area where people can walk through but they're not really supposed to it's not restricted because you're able to walk through there but it's restricted because you're not really supposed to be there unless you're an employee. Then there was some dude around the side I found out later on that some dude was around the side of the building on one of the outside stairwells with his feet painted silver he spray painted his feet silver the tops of his feet—it's just weird. But they ended up uh, finding a dude around the side of the building and having him Baker acted. Mind you, this dude had been fucking around for a little while. Multiple nights he messed around, even left notes inside the main lobby. For the, for the workers to find. Come to find out that the dude was doing it during the day when there was workers there. When there were some workers there. But they could never catch him doing it. eventually stopped so that was that oh another good one this is actually a pretty funny one to me probably not to the guy that got completely confused but i'm working the um one of the other properties i was talking about working before this one was the... The... Uh, professional park. or Professional... Um... Mall. So I'm working at professional mall. And... They had a bar on, on site. Um... Uh, they had a bar on site and then they had a movie theater on site. Well at the bar there were a couple people that were walking around the corner a man and a woman and the woman was being was up against the wall and the man was like talking to her but he was talking to her in sort of an aggressive tone not necessarily aggressive but like you could see it I could see it as being aggressive to a point so I walk up to him I'm like hey how you doing is everything alright over here The guy stops and looks at me. The woman stops and looks at me. She says, oh, everything's fine. He says, yeah, everything's fine. We're just having a conversation. And I'm like, all right. You guys have a good one then. So they start walking back to the bar. I walk around the other side of the building. I know the ins and outs of the building and all the different sidewalks, sideways, all the different ways in and out. So I walk through one side of the building on the opposite direction. Come back out the other side and start walking by the guy again. And I said, oh, hey, how you doing? He looks at me and says, what the? Didn't I just see you over there? did you just walk the opposite way? He said, dude, I am everywhere. I am everywhere on this site. He had the widest eyes I have seen in a in a drunk person ever. And I mean, his eyes, a lot of people like to say quarter-sized. Dude, these were half-dollar-sized. Like, the big coins, half-dollar-sized eyes. <laughs> they were huge. So I smiled and I said, you take care, all right? And I continued walking. Yeah, didn't hear no problems from that guy the rest of the night. Didn't hear no problems from that guy the rest of the time I worked there. It's like he thought every single time he saw a security guard, the guard would pop up anytime. Those are just some of the stories that I got I have more I found a couple people having sex in their car while I was on top of the roof of the of the thing because we had to check the roof too now if you had slip-proof boots like I did you didn't really have much to worry about but if you didn't have slip-proof boots you had to worry about a bunch of a bunch of slimy slimy gunk all over the roof it was weird but we had to walk on the roof. So I'd go up on the roof every now and then and I'd look around and I'd look for cars that were jumping and be like, "All right. I get to break something up." Back then I was always I was always looking for some some reason to have to walk through the garage cuz that's like the It was hot in the garage. But it was like one of the better places to have to walk through. Because I really didn't like walking through the inside of the professional mall. Because it was so quiet. There was nobody there because it was overnight. So, you know. Talk about walking through a building at 1 in the morning, 2 in the morning. If you hear noise in an abandoned building at 1 or 2 in the morning. At that building, it was probably coming from the probably coming from the bar if it wasn't coming from the bar then you had somebody in the building that wasn't supposed to be there so you had to be cautious to a point and then you get people that were from out of, out of state coming up there, over there and they think that that's where the movie theater is and they try to get in the door and they're like I'm trying to go to the movies it's like uh, walk that way Take a left, go down the elevator, and walk across the street there. (sighs) Say across the street, but it was really just across the parking lot, the bottom floor parking lot. Oh yeah, I was doing security one night while they had live entertainment. A band called Summer Survivors. Not a bad band. They actually gave me a free CD from them. A CD that they didn't sell that night. They gave me me one. They gave one for the other officer that was on duty. And um, at that time we had two officers there. That was cool. They were pretty cool, I really don't know, really don't remember whether I have the CD still or not. I think I do. Um, I'll probably do a part two for this so I can tell more stories as I remember them. Um, but yeah. Uh... Oh, one story I'll always find funny. I was with my brother, my brother and I were, um, my brother Dwayne and I were at the office of our first job, on uh, my first job. Probably not his first job, but my first job. And our, um, the person that was sitting at the desk at that time, he comes out and asks Dwayne if he wants to work a site. A specific, uh, a specific site that needed needed checked, that, that needed a new officer. He says to my brother, he goes, now, here's, here's the thing. Don't steal a golf cart and chase the armadillos on the football field. And he said that so seriously. And, I mean, that guy always had a serious face. But he said that so seriously that it literally made my brother and I look at each other and start laughing. Right in front of him. He looked at us like, "Why are you laughing? I'm I'm de- I'm dead serious. Don't do that." He th- he was thinking that. I'm, I I I I can tell he was thinking that. Like, "I am serious. Don't do it." And we stopped and we were like, "Seriously? That did that actually happen?" It's like, "Yeah, that's the reason why this the post is empty." Wow. Okay, um, sorry about laughing. <laughs> that was funny though. <laughs> it's really funny to hear when when you when you look so serious. <laughs> and he was completely serious about the whole thing. And um, my brother goes, "I'm not gonna steal any golf carts or do anything like that." So he explained the situation exactly how stealing the golf cart worked. There's a specific golf cart on that site. On most sites, there's a specific golf cart that you use. That's your designated golf cart for use. If that golf cart goes down, you have to get permission from somebody else to use... You have to get permission from somebody on the site to use a different golf cart. This guy literally took the wrong golf cart. Drove on a football field chasing armadillos. literally stole the golf cart and chased armadillos on a football field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that um that actually happened. Now, <clears throat> we're at 54 minutes. Things that were going through my head most of these different times that things like this happened, uh, the, the stories happened when um, when it was that random stuff happening on the site that I didn't understand what was going on, but was happening. Was I was like, okay, that's weird, but there's nobody here to there's nobody here to say anything to, and there's nothing for me to do other than put it in my report. So all I can do is put it in my report. I checked the whole area, every every spot that something happened. Nothing. Nobody. Then come to find out the next morning, when I go into work that next night, that they caught the dude on the property sleeping with silver paint on his feet. So I'm like, okay, what, what happened to him? And that's when they told me what happened to him. So yeah, you might think that security is everywhere if you're a business owner and you have a security guard. We're not omnipotent. We are not everywhere. So if something happens in an area where we are not at, we can't take any action to stop it. We can only say that it happened. We can only say what we observe. So that's as far as that goes but when I was getting written up I thought when I was getting written up that one time with that one company I ended up quitting I was thinking this is some bullshit and I'm done with this bullshit I, I this isn't the first time something like that's happened to a good guard and it probably won't be the last time, but that disgruntled me to the point where I literally said, "Well, fuck this company." Then, if I'm getting in trouble for something I didn't do, you know, if, if I didn't do anything wrong, I'm getting in trouble. Then this company just doesn't doesn't want me around. So, you know, I said what I said, and oh, I told that boss. I told the boss at that site. I, I told him. Uh, we called him chief. I told him. That I'm good I, I quit He's trying to figure out why I was quitting And I said you know what I had, I had my reason last night for quitting And I just don't remember it right now So I'm just going to say that my reason for quitting Is just because I feel like I don't want to work here anymore I'm not putting him a two week notice Because clearly something last night Made me remember even when I was tired after work that I don't want to work with this, this company no more. If I remember, I'll give you a call back and tell you about it. I'll, I'll tell you exactly why I remember. I never did, never did give him a call back. He was like, "Okay, well, you're leaving me high and dry here, you know. Like, I I have to find a new officer in another in in, in a few hours to work your post." Well, I mean, whatever you whatever you guys did to disgruntle me. Don't do it again, because other employees will probably quit right on the spot. I at least say I at least sat the rest of my shift, and then I quit. But we're two minutes in, uh, two minutes left. Fifty-eight minutes into the video, so or video. Damn it, I said that earlier. 58 minutes into the podcast. So, I mean, you already know what I'm going to give my opinion. You already know what my opinion is going to be. It's been the same every time. Tune in to the next episode. Maybe the next episode will be more guard stories. Maybe it'll be something else. Maybe I'll bring politics into it. Who knows? I highly doubt I'll bring politics into it. I don't don't want to talk politics. Tune in next time. Maybe next Sunday. I don't know. It's been every Sunday or every Monday since. So, I mean, you know. If you liked the video, or video. If you liked the podcast, like it follow me um tune in for more alright y'all have a good one and I'll see you next time